the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. We have not yet seen the kind of ugly outbursts and uh, mass protests at local school board meetings that we're seeing around the country. My guess is it's coming if school boards impose mask mandates. Uh, We are seeing more and more bending to the fear around rising case numbers, case numbers. And we will tackle it all for you today here on a Wednesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Inflation is rising, and we are begging OPEC to produce more oil so the gas prices will go down and inflation will go down. Heaven forbid we would, you know, go back to energy independence, which we had, oh, only eight months ago under the presidency of Donald Trump. Thanks for joining us here on 98.9 The Answer. Glad to have you with us. This is our final Wednesday, 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. As Monday, the show moves to an 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. time slot. We hope you will join us there. And if you cannot, we hope you will avail yourself of the podcast, which will be posted, as it always is, at 9890answer.com. All right, here are the COVID numbers. 3,393 new COVID cases Wednesday. Okay. Remember when we used to get daily updates on cases, hospitalizations, ICU admittances, and deaths. Now we don't get that anymore. We get case numbers. And the deaths are reported only on Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, From coronavirus.ohio.gov, which is straight from the Ohio Department of Health, the death number is the number that I'm focused on. Hospitalizations, not exactly pleasant, But as long as you're going to be checking out, it's all good in the end, right? But if you are uh, taken out in a pine box with a sheet over your head, well, that's bad. That we would like to avoid. What is the 21-day reported ICU admission average for the entire state of Ohio? What do you think it is? Numbers are up, right? Lots of cases today. The 3393 new cases is the highest uh, single-day number of cases since February. February, we didn't think we were out of the pandemic. February, we barely started vaccinating people. Does that mean we're right back where we started? That the Delta variant is as uh, contagious as chickenpox? And that it is uh, as much of a threat? Well, I don't think so. I don't know so. I don't purport to be a health expert. I just know that there's a big difference between testing for COVID 
and requiring hospitalization for COVID, ICU admission for COVID, or, heaven forbid, dying from COVID. The 21-day reported ICU admission average for the entire state of Ohio over the previous three weeks is eight people per day. Eight people per day. What is the 21-day reported death average for the state of Ohio? Six people per day. Now, six is not a number that is not insignificant, certainly not to the families of the six, but it is not anywhere near the numbers that we were seeing during the height of the pandemic. I am certain that this is because about half the state's been vaccinated. And I also think the fact that we have a great degree of natural immunity produced by contracting COVID and recovering is part of it. But, you know, the Columbus Clippers are outlining a mask mandate. Ohio State came up with some, the Clippers mask thing. It's pretty much the same. If you're inside, you got to wear a mask. If you're outside, you don't have to wear a mask. Socially distanced, blah, 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 blah. If you're not vaccinated, you should wear a mask. You know, everybody's restrictions are the same. The uh, state of California today is requiring teachers to get the vaccine. They're the first state in the country. Probably won't be the last. Uh, CDC now saying pregnant women should get vaccinated against COVID-19. Hmm. I'd have that'd be a tough decision. Uh, thankfully, we are. Well, not thankfully we're done having children, but thankfully we don't have to face that decision. Uh, we would love to be young enough to have more kids, but uh, I'm pretty sure if so, we would not get vaccinated with an experimental vaccine. You make your own choice. That's the freedom that I will extend to you, which begs a question. I'd like to put it to you. 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. We have grown up in a country where we've never really had to make the choice between being free and being safe. Our military has allowed us, by and large, 9-11 being the exception, to be safe in our home country. Now, I mean, I know that you know you can always get hurt. Crime can find you, an accident can find you, but a foreign adversary, by and large, not going to find you. In America, we have been safe, and we have definitely been free. I think before COVID, if you asked someone, what would you rather be, safe or free? We had a presumption that the two were one and the same. Well, if I'm free, I'm safe. If I'm safe, I'm free. Well, not everywhere in the world, of course, but here that was true. Now, you know, a lot of people out there that they don't feel safe. And because they don't feel safe, they're willing to give up some of their freedom to feel safe. And in order to feel safe, they also require some of your freedom. You have to wear a mask so they feel better. You have to get vaccinated so they feel better. You have to not come to work here anymore because you aren't vaccinated. So now it is a choice we've never had to make before. Safe or free. A lot of ways to look at it. You can say, you're not really safe if you're not free. But there are a lot of people who think you are safe, even if you're not free. I think because we don't know what it's like not to be free, we think that as long as I'm safe, 
as long as I can sit on my couch and watch Netflix or go out to eat or whatever, um, I, I think I'll opt for safe over free. And then there are those who probably lean to the right who say, no, if you're not free, you're not safe because if you surrender your freedom, your life is probably on the list of things they'll come and get pretty soon. So do you look at this whole COVID thing as safe or free? Is that what's fueling your objection, if you have one, to getting vaccinated, wearing a mask, yielding to what I think the first time around we all thought was an outgrowth of our uncertainty about what COVID was. First time, I mean, we've had SARS, we've had swine flu, we've had Legionnaire's disease, we had the Tylenol scare back during my teen years. We've had things that occasionally put some fear into us. Nothing is sustained, nothing is debilitating, is long-lasting with the numbers mounting like COVID. Maybe this is the first time you've really pondered your own mortality. And maybe for that reason, safe means more to you than free does. But is this an issue for you of being safe or free? Can you separate the two, or are they one and the same? 844-TALK-989. 844-TALK-989. We will discuss next on The Bruce Woolley Show. Nice to have you with us on a Wednesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. I was not able to glance outside before the show started. I see dire weather radar on my television. Aaron, is it as nasty outside as these uh, radar pictures make it seem? It's pretty dark to the north. I don't know if it's hit here at the station yet, but it's definitely something's on the way. Looks bad in Dublin, bad in Plain City, Westerville, Sunbury, Centerburg. Take care out there. Uh, I find people have struggles driving in the rain so put your lights on first of all put your lights on slow down be careful don't ruin your night with an accident don't ruin your night with uh, something that either hurts you or hurts someone else okay i was struck today when i viewed video from school board meetings around the country a lot of people very upset about leaning toward mask mandates. And I'm amazed that in a suburban county in Nashville, Tennessee, they had at least a thousand people there protesting against masks, and the school board voted seven to three in favor of masks anyway. Wow. They have a meeting at Olin Tangy tomorrow night. Show up. I don't know if they'll let you in. They didn't let people in in Loudoun County, Virginia last night. They didn't want to hear from their citizenry. And this boils down this whole masks or no mask, vaccine or mandates, no mandates, it boils down to whether you are white-knuckling your mortality, whether you're afraid that the person passing you in the aisle at the grocery store is going to give you a fatal disease, or whether you believe that you're going to live your life, you're not going to let fear dominate you. We have always been privileged in the United States to be safe and free. Now it seems about half of our populace wants us to make a choice. I don't feel safe if you insist on being free, free not to get vaccinated, free not to wear masks. Uh, this seems like an un-American choice to have to make, but uh, it shouldn't surprise you 
that one of the leading voices on you surrendering your freedom so others can be safe is none other than Dr. Anthony Fauci. Do you think they should be mandated to be vaccinated? Yeah, I'm going to upset some people on this, but I think we should. I mean, we are in a critical situation now. We've had 615,000 plus deaths, and we are in a major surge now as we're going into the fall, into the school season. This is very serious business. You would wish that people would see why it's so important to get vaccinated. But you're not going to get mandates centrally from the federal government. But when you're talking about local mandates, mandates for schools, for teachers, for universities, for colleges, I'm sorry. I I mean, I know people must like to have their individual freedom and not be told to do something. But I think we're in such a serious situation now that under certain circumstances, mandates should be done. If you're like me, the sentence that slugged you right in the mouth or ears, as you heard that was, I know people must like to have their freedom. Uh, Yeah, I'll raise my hand guilty to that. I do not just like, I love to have my freedom. And I don't like to surrender it to your expertise, Anthony Fauci. I don't see the death numbers climbing. I think it is very disingenuous of him to throw the 615,000 number out there as if nothing has changed since the start of the pandemic. A lot has changed. We vaccinated our older people. The percentage of older people vaccinated in our country is way beyond 80%. Way beyond 80%. Those are the people who need it. How do I say that? Because in Florida, they did that, and they kept the pandemic under control. I don't see it being a panic-worthy issue that we have case numbers mounting. Now, in three weeks, if we have people dying because we have back to 10,000, 11,000 positive tests per day, then maybe I'll reconsider But I go off the data, the data change every day, so my opinion is open to change every day. But this is how crazy it can get. I know it's not America, but Australia. Here's their health minister, Dr. Kerry Chant, speaking today. You talk about a loss of freedom. How would you like to be denied the freedom to speak to your neighbor? We all need to work together. We need to limit our movements. We need to consider whenever we leave our house that anyone with us, anyone we come into contact with, could convey the virus. So whilst it is in human nature to engage in conversation with others, to be friendly, um, unfortunately, this is not the time to do that. So even if you run into your next-door neighbour in the shopping centre, in the Coles, while you're at Coles Wars or Aldi or any other um, grocery shop, don't start up a conversation. Now is the time for minimising your interactions with others. Even if you've got a mask, do not think that affords total protection. We want to be absolutely sure that as we go about our daily lives, we do not come into contact with anyone else that would pose a risk. Which would be pretty much anyone, didn't she just say? Uh, now is not the time to have conversations with your neighbors. This is a person of, I would assume, some great career achievement. I don't know how it works in Australia, but I would pretty be sure you can't become the health minister of the country unless you get pretty good grades and achieve pretty high degrees and demonstrate some degree of 
acumen in your field. And she's saying a keyword could. And this is the word and this is the kind of couching that I see all throughout all these dire projections out there. Axios wrote a piece today saying that the CEOs of Pfizer and Moderna believe that a third vaccine booster shot will be needed as early as September. And here is the comment from the Pfizer CEO. The data that I see coming, they are supporting the notion that likely there will be a need for a booster somewhere between 8 and 12 months. Likely. Likely is could, might, may, perhaps. All these words. Axios writes, only time will tell how long protection from the first two vaccine doses will last. But there's no evidence yet that it's fading. Really? There's no evidence yet? Is it possible that the Delta variant is being tested at such astronomical rates because people's vaccinations are fading? Why is that not a possibility? Why do we put so much faith in an experimental shot? I'm not even going to call it a vaccine anymore. Going to try to anyway. And Axios continues, as the virus continues to spread around the world, it's possible that vaccine-resistant variants could eventually emerge. Yeah, that is possible. It's also possible they won't. We are in a perpetual glass, half-empty view of COVID. The coulds and the possibles and the mights and the likelies are overwhelming us with dark forecasts. What does that gain us? By obsessing about it before and maybe it never will materialize. Um, Jesus said, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart. Sufficient unto the day is the trouble thereof. You got enough to worry about today. Why are you worrying about tomorrow? I don't spend my time obsessing about tomorrow, and I don't see the point in it. I don't see what you gain by it. But frequently, of course, the people who are most gripped by worry are not those who have the certainty that those of us with a deep faith have. Uh, Mike DeWine, our governor, uh, has put his faith in vaccine inducements. Uh, He offered the laudable vaximillion, laudable in that it was... uh, Seemed like a giant overplay to me. Going to give a million dollars away five times in five free educations. How did that work out? Well, it got an initial spike in vaccines. Didn't really make much of a dent in the number of people. Ohio's still right around 50%. Those 18 years and older, vaccination rate 57%. Still about half of Ohio. Uh, So the governor doubled down. He has offered state employees $100 and their spouses $25 if they'll get vaccinated. I don't know what possessed the governor to think that if a million dollars didn't do it, $100 would. 
maybe the certainty of getting that $100 check. Uh, since he announced that, 882 employees of Ohio's 50,000 and 218 of their spouses have gotten vaccinated. So that's 2%. I don't think that. It's not quite 2%, actually, of his uh, 50,000 state employees. I think you pretty much made up your mind right now, right? If you're going to get it, you're going to get it. If you're not going to get it, you're not going to get it. No gift card, no cash award, no arm twisting. This is going to make you do it. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.